Hey friends, happy new year. We are back and we are so excited to be with you. Welcome to another episode of the Lucky Few Podcast, where we are shifting the narrative by shouting the worth of people with Down syndrome. This is Micah, Mercedes, and Heather. And today we are taking a sweet and graceful, kind-hearted look back at our 2020 resolutions and we're making new ones. So thanks for joining us, friends. This is going to be fun. Welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast. Okay, before we jump in to this episode, which is going to be fun and a little funny, um, we're going to do something new this year, friends. We want to highlight you, the listeners, and we're going to do that by a new segment where we're going to read some reviews every episode from you, the listeners. And we're going to start with Gville Mama. I think that's how you say it. (laughs) That's how we're saying it. (laughs) Gville Mama, who loves to review about the podcast, and she said, these ladies are trailblazers and warriors, but they don't take themselves too seriously, and they are so much fun. My daughter with Down syndrome is 15 years old, but I have learned so much from these women who have children younger than mine. I walk away from each podcast with a smile in my heart, feeling a little lighter, and having learned something new that I can put to use in my life and the life of my child. Thanks so much, girls. Gville Mama. that was so kind thank you for listening and that's exactly what we want to be all those things so i'm glad that that is what you hear when you Mm -hmm. listen um if you would like to have your review highlighted on an episode you can go to apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review push pause right now head on over there every review helps us to know how we're doing that's important and also the more reviews we have the more the podcast is going to be able to be seen and listened to and we're going to shift this narrative and make this world better for people with down syndrome did you know that is the power of your review (laughs) that's right right so thank you for the reviews every single one means so much to us let's get to it let's Let's do it it. well (laughs) you guys it's been a while since it's been since the holiday gift guide since we've gotten together to record. Mm-hmm. I miss your beautiful, shiny faces. Your bell tone voices. Oh, oh wow. tell me more about <laughs> that. <laughs> so uh, tell me how you ladies have been. How were the holidays? Heather, yours were different than you expected. You guys, I got the coronavirus. I freaked out. Oh my gosh, that's right. (laughs) And it's like one of those things that you can't even like, do I share? Do I not? It is. I know. Ah, yeah. I got COVID and the long and short of it is I, on December 15th, (laughs) because dates are important when you have COVID because it's all about the timeline. Um, December 15th, I went to bed like, I don't think I feel good. And then I woke Mm. up feeling awful like the flu. And Mm. then I took a rapid test. I had all these symptoms and it came back negative. So I thought I had the flu. So for, and then, you know, when you get the flu, usually a flu virus, sometimes it can knock you out the next day, like three, four days, you're feeling better. 
you know? And I just wasn't feeling better. I just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And then it turned into a head cold. And then it, I lost my sense of taste and smell. Oh. And I, so on day seven, I picked Oof. up my coffee and took a drink and I couldn't taste it. And I had yeah. the S word in my head, like, oh gosh. And I took another test and it was positive. So <clears throat> I for sure had coronavirus. It knocked me out for 12 days, like mm. knocked me out. Um, and because we thought it was a flu in the beginning, we didn't separate me from Josh and the kids. And, you know, when you're sick, at least for me, when I'm sick, I try to keep my distance from my family, totally. but I'm, I think if we knew right away that it was COVID, it would have been that struggle of, should we have me be in a separate room this whole time? Right. right. But I'm glad we didn't do that. Um, cause I think that would add a whole other layer of challenge, mm. but bless Josh was like single dad, you know, like making every meal. And it was hard. <laughs> and then it was into Christmas. So right. we had yeah. to, we had plans to be with family. Everybody had taken a test. All the tests came back negative, but I got my positive result. <laughs> so <laughs> that was that. Um, and we, the kids were off for three weeks for Christmas break and 17 of those days we were alone at home. Wow. <laughs> it, was, oh it was no fun, but I'm all full of antibodies, which I mean, I don't even know if that means anything these days. Um, <laughs> don't the antibodies, they say they last for like three months, maybe. Yeah. They say at right? least three months. Yeah. I have friends who had it in June and they still have antibodies. He gives, donates plasma. And so they check the antibodies every time. And he has like 78% or Percent? I don't know. I don't know what that oh, means. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Six months later, seven months later. So on a, on a positive note, We've never spent Christmas, the five of us, and we were forced to do that, you know, mm -hmm. but there was some real sweetness to that and waking up in the morning and it being just the five of us, Josh had to like hustle out in those days that we didn't know I had COVID. Josh was like running errands and being in the world. So he was, he got presents for the kids. Usually we don't buy them a lot of presents. They just get it from their grandparents, but it was weird. It was like a weird, a weird Christmas and a weird holiday break that was totally in line with 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make light of anything, but you brought it up with like, do we tell people? Mm -hmm. And I was talking to one of my best friends, Mandy, about how like when you've been exposed to the coronavirus, it can feel like you're calling up people and telling them you have an STD or something. Totally. Yes. <laughs> like it feels totally. like gross and shameful. And like, I need to let you know, because now maybe you do. Now I waited till marriage. This is probably TMI, but I really thought that was funny. And I thought that's probably so true totally. right now. Like the worst thing you could tell a person is I have coronavirus. You know, and I exposed you. You're, yeah, I've exposed yes. you. No, we had to do that. One of our, we have a, a woman who comes and helps with the kids, and she, she's super careful because her husband um, is a cancer survivor, and they're both in their seventies, so they've got all the high risk factors. They've got not all of them. They have high risk factors. So she was at our house Monday when I was symptom free, but not, but I could have been contagious, you know. So then right. Tuesday, and we didn't know I was sick. We didn't know what it was, but she stayed away. She's like, I'm not going to come while Heather's sick. And then when we got the positive result, I'm like, Sue, Miss Sue, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's like, you guys, you did everything right. Like you were fine. You know, I chose to come mm -hmm. when everyone was healthy and 
not to when everyone was sick. And if I get sick, this is not your fault. If I get Mm -hmm. sick, I'm like, I know, but what if, and they were fine, but it was, we had to call everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And there's all of the, like, you could wear your mask all the time, but like the one time that I don't know, you took a sip of your water. I don't, it just, it feels like you do your best. Yeah. And And we're being pretty cautious. I mean, people could argue like you went to Mexico and whatever, but like Taylor Swift says, haters going to hate, but also (laughs) we have been real careful and I don't know where I got it. That's what it feels concerning. Like I don't, we are not spending time with people out unless it's outdoors with masks and none of those, and it's a small group. None of those people got anything. So then I'm like, well, shoot. I, it could have been Trader Joe's. It could have been all the places mm-hmm. that I'm sanitizing, washing my hands, wearing a mask, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that feels like, what the heck? Where did it come from? Because no one else we mm-hmm. knew had it. Right. Anyway. Well, it sounds like the great Moving news on. is that Josh, Josh didn't get sick. He right? That's and wonderful. The kids, and the kids didn't get sick. Amazing. So yeah. maybe they have the antibodies now too. Yeah. True has so. some like um, stuffiness. One day she's like, my head hurts and my nose is so stuffy. So I think True got it. And Josh has an antibody test today to see if he has any antibodies because that was a long time together. Like we still shared a bed, you know. Yeah. Right. But my little ones with Down syndrome, both of who have congenital heart defects and Augie who has asthma, totally fine. So very grateful for that. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Sorry. Passing the baton. What about you, Mercedes? Yeah. How was your your New Year's holidays? Oh, my goodness. Um, how was it this year? I felt like we were, it was almost like it was slow and it was peaceful and we were doing all the things. And then, um, then it got busy. Um, and it was funny because, um, since we couldn't be with a lot of family, cause we have family from out of state presents were like delivered you know, and then I have two, this is our first year celebrating two birthday parties mm-hmm. or like birthday celebrations, um, in December. And so it just felt like gifts and stuff all December long. And the true meaning of Christmas went out the door. <laughs> I felt like it was, it was like such a juggle. And I'm like, it's about Jesus. And like, like church isn't really happening. We're not attending a church. Sure. So like, I put it in our curriculum. Like we're talking about Jesus and like packages and packages being delivered to our door. Do you know what I mean? I, it was just so juxtaposed (laughs) to what our Christmases usually look like, you know, and, um, what December, like usually Rhodes is in the beginning and now brave is on the 20th. That's his Mm -hmm. birthday and he's the baby and he's one. So he got presents. And then I tried to do um, it's hard to tell a family that lives far, no presence, because I feel like that's their physical way of still being present, yeah. celebrating, you know? yeah, celebrating. Sure. So I don't know, guys, it was all about the gifts. It was outrageous. We have a ton of toys <laughs> and, and my kids think it's about Christmas is about stuff and yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And, um, it was our first time having our new home and we were still like our home is a little bit of a fixer upper and things that we want to do and update. So I felt like we were half ready for Christmas and half under construction. Totally. So it was, it's like, we didn't put up any Christmas lights outside our house 
inside it looked like Christmas and outside it looked like, I don't know, we're Gothic. <laughs> it was dark at night. <laughs> I don't know. Do they do the goths celebrate Christmas? Is that rude to the goths? I like that. I don't know. So Andy used to wear black nail polish and he has plugs. I don't know. At one time I would have thought that was Gothic. Anywho. <laughs> dark at our house outside and we looked like the Grinch outside but inside it was warm and cozy and Christmas um and it was about the presents and next year I just pray we do better and we get a rain on this like birthday during a Christmas season time yeah you know yeah we've got two Josh and August are both in December (laughs) and it is I'm so glad they were born and it's a lot in December (laughs) Yeah, I I love it. I'm so happy you were born. I'm so happy, and <laughs> the um, celebrating doesn't stop <laughs> all December long. The month is very very full, very yeah. packed. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. Um, but holidays, we did it, and it was fun, and I learned a lot, and yeah, it's great. How about you, Micah? How was your break? My break was similar to Mercedes in the sense of lots of packages arriving at my house and construction. So we had people working in the downstairs of our house, which we're trying to get painted and we're actually getting floors put down and all this stuff. So our, our Christmas decorations were upstairs in like this little room off to the side that felt, it just felt really weird. Cause I never saw my Christmas tree unless I went in to like talk to the boys while they were playing video games. <laughs> so it just <laughs> felt like, where's my Christmas tree? I need it in my life. Um, but, but it was, it was a similar thing of this being the very first Christmas that's ever just been the five of us. Um, there was a couple of times we've woken up in our beds on Christmas morning and then jumped on an airplane. Uh, but the first time we've never traveled to family and it was, it had all the feelings. It was really wonderful to be together, just us and for it to be quiet and sweet. And it was also sad because I just love the, the loudness of having been with either side of the family. I just love Mm -hmm. all of the people being there and, uh, and somebody's cooking in one corner of the kitchen and somebody's Mm -hmm. stirring in the other corner and like the kids are playing in the other room and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so that I missed that. And, you know, we, Chris's, Chris's family is closer to us. Um, but we've tried to be really careful with his, his dad and stepmom who are an hour away. Um, we felt like it, it wasn't safe to be inside with them. And, uh, Chris's mom is an hour and a half away. And she actually took a COVID test and quarantined herself and was going to come Christmas day. And then it was this huge thunder rainstorm and she didn't feel safe driving. Mm. So that was really sad and a bummer. She came the next day, but all that to say it was just different and, and that's okay. Um, so we had a lot of sweetness. I feel like I baked way more than I ever have before at Christmas, just because I felt like I needed to make up for the lack of like, mm-hmm. like, you know, grandma's not here baking all my memories of these <laughs> smells. I need this made and I need this made and I need this made. So that was fun. And I did a lot of baking with the kids and yeah, I think I, I was thinking about what you said, Mercedes, about 
it's, it's so tricky to like make Christmas, not about presents and, and the things that, you know, we've tried to put we have these little traditions now that we've put into place over time. And I think the simplest ones are the ones that last. Mm. And so we have, we light our, um, our advent candles all December long at mm. dinner and we sing, Oh, come, Oh, come Emmanuel. We like hold hands and sing and light Aww, the candle and it's really sweet. And that's become, that was sort of, I tried in the past to do like all these devotionals and like have all totally. these, you know, <laughs> we, today we pray for the world and this tomorrow we pray for our neighbors, or, but you yeah. just never made it happen. But the simplest no. things last. And I think that that, uh, the lighting, the advent candles is one of my favorite parts of December and mm. it's just sweet and simple and it's mm-hmm. before every, every meal. So I'm grateful for that and grateful that we got to have that time together as a family. Good. Yeah. Good. And now it's a new year. Now it's a new year. New year, new you. (laughs) Here's what I hate. New year, six pack. I really hate that phrase. Six pack abs. It's my resolution. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm jumping to it. Six pack. I'm just kidding. Good. Let's do this. We'll wash our clothes on our stomachs. You guys, I'm sorry. I'm sure people have that as their goal. And this is going to sound like I'm belittling that and I'm not, but could you imagine after a year like 2020 and in 2021, you're like, my only goal is to have six. I would know what kind of person you were during 2020. <laughs> that was your anyway, only goal. Okay. Sorry. I digress. This is a sign that I've really changed over time because I feel when I think about having a six pack, it makes me sad because I'm like, I wouldn't be soft for snuggling. Oh, and my kids like are a mommy like, body. Mom, you're so soft. Yeah, <laughs> I need so to be squishy. a little squishy. Just yes, a little bit. Totally. Can't be okay. hugging a wall. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Who wants a wall, mom? <laughs> me. That's transition. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's time, my friends, to remember and reflect yes. on the beginning of 2020, back when we were young and sweet, and we had no idea what was coming for us. <laughs> So we are going to listen back to some parts of episode 53 uh, titled our goals for 2020 and we in which we made resolutions and we're just going to see if we stuck to them. It's going to be fun. So (laughs) (laughs) without further ado, let's do it. Let's listen to my 2020 goals. Listen, I am not organized. I've never vision boarded in my life. I did get a special new full focus planner for Christmas. I'm Mm. holding it up for everybody to see. 
Um, and so for me, I have goals that are professional and, and I'm working hard to really be intentional to make some things happen. So sleeping eight hours a night is a goal for myself because I don't want to live with headaches for the rest of my life. And, um, and also still accomplishing things that I, I want to accomplish professionally and in my family and all that stuff. But one of my big things, um, you know, there's like goals that I have for Ace, of course. There's the goals that he has in his IEP. There's like the dreams that I have for him this year. But um, a big thing for me is how do I simplify my, my days and my mm. afternoons with my family? Yeah. And still give each of my boys what they need. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Might get some. I listened to that and oh, I just am sort of like, do I always sound like I, I don't know. I'm very annoyed with myself, actually. Why? And, and why? Yeah, why? Oh, me with my book. I don't even know where that journal went, you guys. Oh, that's <laughs> well, you both talk about that is so me. <laughs> it was very helpful though at the beginning. It was very helpful at the beginning. Oh gosh. And then you're... you went like this. Oh gosh. <laughs> I threw it over your shoulder. I threw it over my shoulder. I burned it. I burned it in my dreams for 2020. Do you know how long you went? Like with the journal, not even necessarily every day. I think I probably went all the way to COVID with the journal. I think okay, I did. until March. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did. I believe okay. it. So that was good. So let, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Professional goals. That was good. I was working hard to be intentional in the spring. I had a lot of professional goals. Before COVID hit, I hit my head several times. Did you, did you guys hear that? Got that. Yes. I, that play with words. <laughs> yeah. Lots of banging my head. This is a sign of concussions, not healing because mm. you're clumsy and you're confused and you don't know where the ceiling is. The wall is the uh, top of the, the counter is okay. The so monkey I bar, hit my yeah. head. monkey bars at a playground. The monkey bars at the park. cabinet. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so every time I hit my head, I was back down for the count, and it happened several times in the mm. spring, or starting in January. So before COVID, I sat down with my therapist, my counselor that I was meeting with, and she was like, "Micah, you need to let let it go. You need to stop mm. working." And I did, I stopped mm. and I just let myself rest and mm. then COVID hit and I let myself rest some more. Mm -hmm. Um, so my professional goals were not met and I feel like I've had a transformation in, in a lot of really good ways in letting myself have it, have so much time to rest mm -hmm. and heal. And my concussion did heal. Um, but it did turn into chronic migraines and I've been dealing with that. So onward to the next sleep eight hours a night that I am doing my friends awesome. doing every day. And, uh, it's, it's been part of like getting older. I think, mm -hmm. I think I've had to accept that my body is different and what I am able to do is different. And mm -hmm. I have to work with a new way of being. So, um, 
I am sleeping eight hours a night. I am not as productive as I want to be. And I'm kind of working to figure that out. But are you feeling better sleeping eight hours a night? Like, is it helping with the headaches? Do you think? Yes, it does help. I mean, I think that I might, I still have a lot to figure out with the headaches, but, but, um, for instance, this morning, Ace woke up early at like five and I woke up and I had a headache immediately. And I said to Chris, I'm sorry, I need you to go in there with Ace. And I went back to sleep and I slept until seven Mm -hmm. and then I woke up without a headache. So I think that like in my old life, I would have forced myself to get up at five Mm -hmm. and just tough it out. And, or even if I wasn't getting up with Ace, like make myself work out or make myself answer emails. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I just, I still feel embarrassed to say that I slept till seven. That feels Mm -hmm. like, like in my head, I would never be like judge a friend for sleeping till seven, but in my head, it feels like a lazy thing to do. So I have to work through that psychologically. Yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it's just what I have to do. So that one. And then, oh, and then I was really happy to listen to the simplified time with family while giving them what they need. Mm-hmm. Um, that putting August in the after school program for homework, that was great until COVID. Mm-hmm. And then it was even better because he didn't go to school anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I think, I think COVID for our family and having that forced downtime all together, just, I was able to rest and recover from my, my concussion. Um, August just did not have that stress of homework in the afternoons. He still had to do all his work, but it was just easier. It just felt like we weren't at each other's throats all the time. And Brooks's guitar lesson turned into, uh, zoom guitar lessons and he's still taking them Amazing. with the same teacher in San Francisco. Thank you. Zoom a plus for you and Brooks for that Mm -hmm. resolution. Yes. So, (laughs) so that's, that's, I, that's mine. I, I failed at some, but it was a, it was a grace fail. I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm, and I feel like quarantine really gave me the gift of, Oh, I'll say one more thing. I think I really needed to change my life and, and what quarantine did was give me the eyes to see what needed to change and, mm. and clarify. And that yeah. was, that was what gave me courage to move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went in listening back to yours, just like that. You didn't know you were moving to another across the country when yeah. you were making mm-hmm. those goals and just how everything changed. I mean, last year changed so much. You moved from California to the other side of the country. That's a big change. Yeah. Big time. It's huge. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's listen to Heather's goals. Are you excited, Heather? I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. my goals for 2020 are her like the things that we need to work on with her and all of it feels so overwhelming I don't even know where to start and we're seven I mean when we're recording this it's the seventh friends but we're seven days in 20 days in when everyone hears this or 20 days in and I haven't started 
So then <laughs> whenever I yeah. set myself up with goals and I'm like, great, I've already not done the goal. January 1st is when we were supposed to go. What the heck? <laughs> no. What's happening? Yeah. And then I get all anti-goal and then I get on the soapbox <laughs> of like, like trying, for me, it's like the balance of, okay, we, it is time to do these things. And I can talk about what the things are. It's nothing embarrassing to Macy. Um, it's time to do these things. However, if we never do these things, Mason's incredible and I'm a great mom. You know, like Mason is, we are enough. My whole, my whole soapbox is you are enough. My kid is enough. I am enough, dear mom listening, whoever you are, you are enough. You don't have to right. do one more thing for your child to be awesome and for you to be a good parent. Mm -hmm. Stop that. Mm -hmm. However, we've got to do these things. You know what I mean? Like I, it's hard for me to hold it, to yeah. figure out yeah. how to hold that in a way that, that works. I think I'm still learning. Okay. I feel like mine was less like, this is the goal. Um, and then I just went off on a tangent on <laughs> <laughs> how hard it is, <laughs> um, or how all my goals are like, like with Macy and I talked about that idea of will it matter in five years and I liked back, that though yeah and looking back five years ago and thinking there's just things that and I said this in the episode last year there's things that we didn't do that I wish we had because it will matter in five years and I have not asked myself that question I forgot <laughs> until I listened back like oh yeah that's a good thing <laughs> it also was written on a paper in our kitchen that we had like a long butcher, like a roll of butcher paper on a door that we we're constantly changing. So I think as soon as we pulled that butcher paper down to put something new up, whoops. So did that. That. <laughs> that was fun. You're going to have uh, to tattoo that one on, on I to remember. But, and then the idea of like getting to the point where you, for me in these seasons, and I talked about this, that it's the beginning of the year and back to school and the, looking at all the things that I haven't done and what I need to do. And it's so much pertains to my kids. And we are, I think right now I, it is the, the least amount of progress I have seen made with Macy in the areas that feel important mm. compared to a year ago. So mm. looking back on, my goals for 2020 and then everything that happened this year and the ways in which I haven't bit, I haven't made progress in what's my responsibility. And I haven't seen progress made in my kids in Macy in certain areas. Um, let's just say I started therapy yesterday, <laughs> so, which isn't funny. It's a real thing, but that I just don't, I just didn't meet my resolutions last year, but I also didn't really set super clear ones because mm -hmm. I know, I just know better at this point in life. Yeah. I'm not a resolutions person. And, um, that's that. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are. Yeah. We have a lot. Let's put it this way. We'll put a positive spin. We have so many opportunities for continued growth. Mm. I love that Heather. Mm -hmm. I say it and I roll my eyes at the same time, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Lots of opportunities yeah. for growth. And it was a hard year. It was a hard yeah. year for everybody. And um, I think that the things, so much of what was revealed to me in 2020 is tied to my role as an influencer. Mm -hmm. And 
there's so much that I've had to process and I'm, I think I'm just getting to like the peak of that processing in that I now think I have, I need to process it into words, which is how I process Mm -hmm. and get some thoughts out that I think the community needs to hear Mm -hmm. or that I hope the community would hear. Um, Because I think that it's, I'm digressing a little bit, but I think it, it relates to this idea of, will it matter in five years? And then that I feel like progress hasn't been made. I think that social media as an influencer in social media, that it's, it feels like an abusive relationship mm-hmm. in the, since March um, and things have changed so much. So, and that links to my, uh, like my false ideas on that, on the value of prog- the progress that should have been made mm-hmm. with my kids. It just kind of hits on all areas of my life. I know that sounds kind of, it might sound kind of confusing. And I think it's because it still is not totally clear in my mind, but it's something I'm processing through. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious how this year is going to play out because I don't know that much is going to change in the, in like my kids still aren't in school Mm -hmm. and the things that were weighty feel weightier, (laughs) right? So yeah, yeah. That's me. Well, I think that like getting therapy is an amazing, amazing gift to yourself, especially in a moment like this. So kudos to you, my friend. Yeah. So I guess my New Year's resolution for 2021 is to get therapy and I am doing it. (laughs) Check that off. Just kidding. We're not there. We'll talk about our our resolutions later. (laughs) Sounds good. All right, Merce. How about you? Let's listen to you. We're in such a new season of moving to a new town and having a new baby. And I felt like personally that I have always struggled with being a stay-at-home mom and then secretly always finding some sort of entrepreneurship thing to do. Mm -hmm. So not really being (laughs) stay-at-home, you know, like... I feel like I can't really do that right now. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like fourth kiddo and having four kiddos, six being my oldest, just feels like a time to pause and yeah. um, learn as much as I can and and be brave enough to actually just be where I am, just to um, not do, not be purposeful in those ways, but to be purposeful in the way that is most important to me, which is being a mom, which is being mentally healthy and available Mm. for my family. And um, so my word is brave. And um, like, I just want to walk daily, like whether it's by myself or with my kiddos um, and put into motion prayers and thoughts that I have or worries. So committing to walking every day to ex- to um, put into motion my thoughts sounds way more doable yeah. to me. Girls, I was so peppy. <laughs> <laughs> not that I am not now, but I was uh, freshly 
birthed a baby. The world was ahead of me, you know, yeah. hope in a future. Yeah. <laughs> hope, a hope in the future. A hope in the future. I thought it existed. <laughs> me and baby brave. You could hear him. That was so cute and fun. That was cute. Uh, that was sweet. Okay. So my goals were really cute because one of them, <laughs> I was going to be brave. That was my word. And I was going to trust people with my children and I was going to send them away from me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I did for a whole good two months. And then oh, they gosh. all came back <laughs> for two months. I had Rhodes and Shep in a school setting situation. I was still homeschooling Sunflower, so she was still with me, but for two months I had them dispersed and then they all came back full force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that was funny, but um, it was good for me to practice trusting people. And I don't know, that was still good. And we're still doing that. Now Rhodes is in farm school on Fridays. <gasps> I love that. that. So cute. Oh my school. gosh. I want to go to farm school. Oh, it's the cutest. I literally found the Terry Brown of farm school, <laughs> like in so many ways, they're very similar and it's I love absolutely, it. absolute favorite. I felt like I did grow in that area, trusting people again, ironically, since last year was such a crazy disaster time in our world, but Walking every day, I felt like not in the way that I thought I would be walking. I got out of the house so um, every day into nature, um, especially during COVID because, well, not for the first two months, or I guess we would find hidden spots like for the first two months, but it wasn't, I never walked alone. Like I thought I would do, you know, all of a sudden, all the things that I thought I would be doing alone or with less children were not the case. So in that sense, the goals were not meant, (laughs) but in other ways, um, I was better about not being fearful of getting my four kiddos out on my own to get some fresh air. So that was good. Um, and what else did I have in there? Oh, I felt like with COVID our family time came into, became intentional Um, last Christmas, we had Christmas, just the five of us, because I had a newborn and I lived in a new home in a different city. Deja vu. I'm in a new home this year (laughs) in a different city. But, um, last year we were just the five of us and it was fine, but possibly because it was by choice and not forced, you know, like it was still magical, you know, where this year, my mom came over my uncle Tony came over and it was fine, but it almost felt like, heck, like, how is everybody feeling? Let's kind of be mindful. Let's like, you know, I don't, I don't know. It felt a little bit hectic. It was all about gifts. Like I said earlier, it just, Christmas had a different spin. And last year I felt so much more rested in peace. And like I said, bright eyed. So going into this year, I feel like, um, this year, like last year, maybe I was, um, what's called Taylor Swift, like country singer. Now I feel like Taylor Swift when she's like now a woman (laughs) singer, you know, now I'm a little edgier, 
little bit more mad. What's that song where it's like a phone call and then she's like yeah. Taylor Swift, she's <laughs> dead or whatever. What's that song? Yes, that was so crazy. I know that. That's right. That's how I am, guys. Now I want to take serious. Mercedes. This oh, has nothing to do with Taylor Swift, but Chris <laughs> just realized that, you know, in Moana, would, which we listen to all the time over here, when she says, yeah. I am Moana, he yeah. thought all this time that she was saying, I am a woman. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so awesome. now I just keep singing that around my house. I am a woman. <laughs> You guys can't see me, but I've put my fist in the air. And That's I've right. It. Get it, girl. Um, New I Taylor feel, Swift. <laughs> yes. I feel like um, the time that we had during COVID and the stuff I wanted to listen to while not trying to listen to the news was all a lot of really great stuff. Um, I've been doing more purposeful Bible studies since I, we're not like physically going to a church. And a couple of my girlfriends and I, I've been going through Christine Kane studies and I just really love those doing a lot of reading and, um, listening to reading. So audio, um, and I don't know, that's something that is, has been a growth for me. So it's an unexpected goal that I didn't know I was going to have that I have kind of put into place. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. Yeah. That's, that, that's exciting. And this is a, yeah, this is a great, great transition, Merce. Okay. Um, are we, are we brave enough to set our 2021 goals? Everybody, can we do this? We Publicly. can just throw it out there. Let's do it. Okay. Mercedes, It'll make for a good episode next January. Yeah. yeah let's go backwards now. Mercedes, okay. you were just about to say how oh you're grow. You were talking about growing. So tell yes. us what are your goals this year? Um, okay. So, uh, for last year, I touched on it briefly, but I think I've always struggled with the tension of being a mom and, um, being okay with, um, only that title instead of trying to grasp for other things as well. Um, and finding my impact in my motherhood journey, especially in these little years. Um, and something that has helped me really do that is to, um, keep bettering myself, so like reading and like even challenging, challenging myself last year, even though I've run conferences, I've never been a speaker of a conference. Um, I've done mops and stuff, but last year I got to be a part of Jen Jones online conference and speak and practice a talk with the one-on-one person, which I was so fun. Katie Casada, mm-hmm. Heather's good friend, which was so fun. And, um, I don't know, really life giving. So, um, I'm trying to do a lot more writing on my own, trying to, cause I'm not a very strong writer, but I would like to better myself in writing so that I can speak well, you know, doing all the things that I hope that I will have time to do as my kids get older. And I feel like it's been really nice during this time, especially with being on social media and there's so many feelings on everything. And where do I sit with that? Like, do I have to talk about everything? Do I have to engage? What are my thoughts about everything? Um, Being a seven, I can kind of be like, oh, well, you know, I don't really watch the news. 
la la la, you know, <laughs> like, I don't like that. I'm gone. Um, <laughs> so, but I want to, I want to have an opinion and I want to have an informed opinion and I want to grow as an individual. And as um, I feel like as ladies, especially being, having this podcast are wanting to be a leader in this space. And I feel like, I don't know, being a woman of color and a leader in our Down syndrome space is important. And so I would like to continue to um, pursue that, but pursue that well. Um, So that's great for my family where we're at. And that's honoring to our Down syndrome community. And I don't know what that all means, but I'm just reading a lot and listening and trying to grow. So my goal is to continue to do that, just to read and continue to grow positively as a person in 2021. I like that goal, Maris. I feel like that's a life goal. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um, my so goals good. each year will be a life goal. Yeah. <laughs> the same we'll one. Too. Same one. <laughs> that's right. That's great. Um, it's really good. I think there's, we don't talk enough about how, like how good it is for our souls to be learning. And yes. I think we should all just be learning. That was one of it. When I met Chris, that was something he said to me. And I had never heard any adultish person say that you should always be learning after you finish school. And I was like, mm. like yes, you, you should. So I love <laughs> yeah. it, Merce. That's good. Okay, I'll go. Okay. So I have, I mean, I've said this before. It's just not my thing, setting a resolution and a goal. And I do it this year. I feel super timid because I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure, which just shows you where my head and my heart are at these days. Um, so part of me is like, I think I'm going to have a goal and I, this will sound funny and I'm sort of joking, but also serious. I want to learn how to do the worm. (laughs) (gasps) Yes. I'd have never tried. And I'm sure there's a YouTube tutorial and I want to learn a Beyonce dance. Like I'm sure also the choreography for single ladies. Why not? That feels, that feels doable. And that doesn't take a lot of, um, energy that of important energy. <laughs> yeah. And does it feel like oh, you needed gosh. something lighthearted and fun? Because I guess you're deep in, so you've been pretty open and public on social media about, I don't know. I think you take on in the hard conversations. So I feel yeah. like when I hear yeah. that, it feels <laughs> like you're seeking fun. <laughs> some lightness. Um, I really do want to do those things. I would love in a year from now, when we revisit this to be like, I can do the worm and I know the choreography to single ladies or girls, but I also, yeah, those are some goals. I, I really need to figure out my relationship with Instagram, with social Mm -hmm. media. Mm -hmm. And, um, I need to figure that out this year. So I would love this time next year to have more health in that space mm. and to have more clarity in my role there and for it to be less important in my work. Mm. Mm-hmm. So those are some goals for sure. Mm-hmm. I have a children's book coming out in June. Yeah. And I'm so, 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 so excited about. And I want to do, I want to 
do it'll be my third book launch, uh, my first children's book. I've never talked about this, but my book launches, I feel I always launch. I don't think I do a good job launching them internally. I have a lot of these internal emotions that are, I don't think healthy. So now that I've done it twice, I think I have a lot to learn and I want to launch this book well in my soul. <laughs> so just a couple light goals, some heavy goals, <laughs> the gamut. That's what I want to do this year. It's it's good. I think, um, first of all, I think that Mercedes and I would really like to support you in learning um, all the single ladies. And yes. my goal for when COVID is over is for us to perform this at a okay. live event. Let's do it. There's three Let's people in the in the vid- the music video. Totally. There is three people. And um, I can't wait to wear a leotard with heels. 100% we're going to wear like some <laughs> kind mean. of something. I'm this excited. It's going to be amazing, <laughs> you guys. You guys, Mercedes' face, she almost is speechless. Like, wait a second. <laughs> <I'm excited. laughs> yes. You got pulled into my resolution and it is the best thing that's happened to her this year. <laughs> it's amazing. Amazing. Okay, let's do it. Let's um, find the choreography on YouTube. Okay, Heather, I Micah. can't wait yeah. until next year when we sit down. And not only can you do the worm, but you also have figured out these really big parts of your life and your career and i i believe that you can do it Mm -hmm. thanks girl working through it Mm -hmm. and so much of that is growing and learning Mm -hmm. and recognizing that there's so much growth and learning to be had Mm -hmm. Um, i think that that is so so key in being a healthy human yes yep totally all right micah where you at girl 2021 here we go um Okay, so I have a phrase for myself, and this is what used to be on my on butcher paper on my kitchen wall. Speed and grace. I mean, no, no, not speed. Space and grace over speed and clutter. Space and grace over speed and clutter. Um, so space and grace are my words. Yes. Yes. So that comes from somewhere where I read it and underlined it. So I'm sorry for whoever I'm taking it from and not giving attribution <laughs> to. Um, but I, I love the idea of just giving more space. And I think that that is what coronavirus has taught so many of us. I've had countless conversations with other moms, especially who have been like, what were we doing driving around every afternoon from soccer to blah, 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 to blah, blah, blah. It was miserable. And look how happy we are being at home together. And um, so I want to go into like whatever is on the other side of coronavirus with, with that in like taken all the way down to my heart of like, I don't want to be driving around anymore. Mm-hmm. I, if I want to choose well for my kids and what they're doing and how to help them grow, but, um, I don't want the stress and I don't want to be a stressed mom anymore. Um, so I am so grateful for our life out here in New Jersey, even though part of that is like a life where we don't have friends because we just, moved during coronavirus. We have a couple of friends. I'll say that, but, uh, I want to continue living with space and grace and, Mm. and choosing that. And 
just being gentle with myself in terms of my health and my accomplishments and what I want to do. So I definitely have professional goals for myself. Um, but I am also sleeping eight hours a night still. <laughs> and also, uh, letting myself lay down when I have pain, like, um, like the start of a migraine or neck pain and stuff. And I also am just working on, on changing my diet. So I don't have to be on so much medication. And mm -hmm. that's been hard because some of the things that I have to give up are like my favorites, chocolate, oh, dear. coffee, no. avocados, avocados. Happy. What does avocado have in it? just, I don't, the doctor gave me a list. I don't even okay. know. I, you need to question so, that one, that third one. Yeah, we're, we're working. I I'm working through it, but, uh, but just being kind of myself, like this is a long journey of recovering yeah. from this concussion. And, um, and it's just, I can, I can be slow with it and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my one big practical goal is that I've come to a place of like after years of I'm the mom and like Chris and I kind of divided our stuff by like, I'll take the kids to the doctor. I'll find the doctors. I'll keep up with all these things. You pay the bills, you do the financial stuff. And, and so it was very like traditionally gendered, I guess, whatever. But I kind of woke up going, I don't even know my passwords for the bank. I don't know my passwords for the credit card. I'm like, what happened? Like if something happened to Chris, what would I do? And I just have made a decision again with like the slow and steady. <laughs> I am, I am taking on a lot more financial things in our family. And I'm weekly sitting down to just learn one small thing. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'm going to log into this thing and I'm going to keep it in this folder. And I'm going to know that this is what we're doing financially. I want to, I want it to be a shared thing. And, um, as much as I like talked myself into like, I do the mom stuff and he does the finance stuff. Like Chris shares so much of parenting with me and mm -hmm. I need to share finances with him. So mm -hmm. that's good. Um, that's what that's I'm good. That's my big goal. Yeah. So <laughs> good nice. job, ladies. We're going to, we got, we got goals. <laughs> you win, you win some, you lose some. That's yes. right. And I you feel lose like a ours, lot in 2020. Yes. Ours are really practical. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, besides the Beyonce dance, but that's going to keep it yes. lighthearted. That's right. It's the gonna kids be are going to be like, I need, I need you to help with homework. I can't. I'm working on my goal. And I've got YouTube on <laughs> my leotard. I can't help you. In heels. Can't be there Stomping you, around. Right? I'm committed. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. let's bring it to the sweetest, most spectacular time of every episode of the Lucky Few podcast. Now it's time for good news up in here. Good. I like that. I liked Thanks. It. Thanks. 
Um, I have good news to share about Ace, yes. you guys. <gasps> Two and a half years after we started potty training, Ace this week. Stopped. Two days in a row has peed in the potty like eight times. <gasps> like Woo! almost every time he sat down, it's like the light bulb went off on today as we speak, it's Wednesday. On Monday, the light bulb went off. He peed every time he sat on the potty at school. He came home. He just kept doing it. Yesterday, he did it again. Oh my gosh. And he's staying dry? He is, you know, a couple. couple Yeah, that's okay. But like, from it went from he would pee maybe once a day, like for a year. Yeah. Yeah. To this, it's he just like knows what to do. So it's, I'm so excited. And, um, this is my encouragement to all of you out there. I'm, I'm not done yet with this potty training process, but it it just keep, it's the slow and steady work, y'all. It's yes. slow <laughs> and steady work. It is. Don't quit. Ace, congratulations on that. Micah, good freaking news. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I have some good news this week. So um, one of my goals and I think I shared this with you ladies, but is this is not, not to be confused with a new year's resolution friends, <laughs> but, um, Macy, uh, has a set, not a set. Mason has sight words and she's mm-hmm. not reading fluently yet, but she has probably 150 sight words she can read. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for my new children's book, I am my goal. Her, it comes out June 29th is the date the publishers gave me for release. And that's Mason's birthday, which is really sweet. Cause the book is about Macy and I want her to read the book on her birthday. And so I shared that goal with her and she's excited about it. And so I've been giving her words from the book and she, to, and they're on the wall in our kitchen and there's nine words now. And today when we like going over them. We do like Terry Brown style, you know, it's like teach, don't test. So if she doesn't get it right away, I read it for her, mm-hmm. but she's got of the three of my introduced, introduced last night. So that's brand new, but of the six words before she's reading four of them. So that's four new words for her in the last couple of weeks. And that feels exciting. I'm so exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. All those new words. You know, good. Mercedes, uh, do you have some good news? <laughs> yes, um, Sunny May, her um, enunciation, I, I think it's called, of her words have really blossomed. Enunciation? Yeah, is that what it's called? Where, like, she would say, ma, ma. Now she's saying uh-huh. mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome, Dad. yeah. Yes. yes, help, instead of help, help. She's saying help, and like, putting together a sentence, you, me, park, please. You know, yeah, like, that's all awesome. That. She's just um, expressing more and her words are coming. I feel like I want to say what you said, Mike, it's a slow and steady thing, but it's, she's doing it and I'm really, really proud of her. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Good news. <laughs> so we have, we have good news from one of our listeners too. Um, this is from at pin C Becca, P I N C Becca. Becca. And she shared, my son who is five loved opening presents for the first time this year and stayed in the room with all of us the whole time. Okay. That's lovely. Yes, that is good news. I love it. Okay. My friends, we did it. 
our 2020 resolutions. We crushed them and we crushed this episode too. Yeah, we did. And we're going to go slay 2021. Yes. With our positivity and our joy. Yes. Yes. And our opportunities for learning and growth. That's right. Uh So much. So many opportunities. Okay. Just want to say to our listeners that next week, this is just a little preview, a little preview of next week's episode. We're going to be discussing the article that was in the Atlantic back in, I think it was in November in the Atlantic, Mm -hmm. um, called The Last Children of Down Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to discuss next episode. So if any of our leader, our listeners are just like itching for some homework, maybe doing homework for your podcast is in your goals for this year, then you can um, jump over there. We'll have a link to the article so you can read it ahead of time. And then you can participate in our discussion by yelling back at us while yes. listening. <laughs> It'll be awesome. And to all of you out there, thank you for joining us. We always want to hear from you and we love it when you leave us a voicemail or a DM on Instagram and share about your family and your good news about your loved one with Down syndrome. Uh, Also, we are always looking for products or businesses that want to help us shout the worth of people with Down syndrome. And if you're one of those, we'd love to partner with you. You can email hello at the lucky few podcast.com for sponsorship opportunities. And as always, a huge thank you to our editor, Josh Avis, to our producer, Val Schleter, to our sponsor, to all of you who shared the Lucky Few podcasts with friends and have listened faithfully and cheered us on all the way through 2020. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember that you, dear listeners, supporting your loved one with Down syndrome, you are a shouter of worth and a narrative shifter. So keep on keeping on. We are cheering for you. We'll see you next week on the Lucky Tree Podcast. Bye. Bye, friends. Bye.